Lauren, we just wrapped. Well, that was a great show, Judd. Tons of fun. Our guest uh, just finished up her donut. We're not going to say which one. We'll leave that as a surprise. But Katie Hamilton Schaefer is with us, the founder of Feast It Forward. And welcome, and thanks for a really fun uh, time. Thank you, and thanks for the donut. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, just so folks know kind of who you are and what you're up to, maybe before the show even starts, let's let's give the website. Feastitforward.com. Just like pay it forward, but like you're hungry for a feast. So head on there. And what is it? Well, listen in. You're going to be excited, and you're going to want to be a part of it when you get to downtown Napa, the Oxbow District. Uh, Lauren, before we get to the show, anything you'd like to add? We invite you to join Judd at his family's winery at the south end of Silverado Trail, Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Visiting information is at juddshill.com or by calling 707-255-2332. Thanks, man. We love having folks come by, whether you're a visitor to Napa Valley or one of our neighbors. We guarantee we'll show you a good time. Uh, While you're online getting that uh, visiting info at judshill.com, I would invite you to take a look around. We've got some fun videos. We've got an events page with all the cool things we're doing. We even have some wine you can put in your shopping cart. And what do you think? Should we give them a deal? Just for being an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all in lowercase letters, please, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. And if that's not enough, you can join the Judd's Hill Wine Club anytime, day or night. That's absolutely true. We're there and we're here. And we will show you a good time with fine wine in the Judd's Hill Wine Club. You'll get a great price, of course, on all the wines. You'll get to try all the wines. You'll get invitations to special events and happenings. I don't know what else to say about that except that it's fun. Actually, it is. (laughs) You know what else is fun? Today's show, and I think we ought to get to it. I really had a great time learning about Feast It Forward. Just wish you all the success, Katie, because this is a great concept. Thanks so much. I hope to come back. And now, enjoy the show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Finkel fun. For another heap of fascinating things to know From witty and intriguing people On Judd's Napa Valley Show No sales script and no rehearsing Live from a Napa studio You may be that intriguing person On Judd's Napa Valley Show Pardon me I'll have a Chardonnay, a marvelous date, it's hard to say. I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc. It's a must-have on the podcast. It's Judd's Napa Valley Show. You can't ease this flow if I elaborate over a Cabernet. My buddy's the truth. You should study my man Juddy and learn something new. If it's difficult, we do it right away. If it's impossible, it takes a little bit longer. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studios at Broadcast Park in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein. Good morning, Mr. Lauren Mole. How are you? I'm wonderful, Judd. Top of the day. Top of the day to you. Since I last saw you, you had your big day at the ballpark. Let's hear about that. Yes, Everybody is a Star Foundation, uh, which is a nonprofit organization based in Sonoma that I'm involved with. Uh, we recently got to sing the Star Spangled Banner for your world champion San Francisco Giants. Well, well, well. How'd that go? Well, singing was great, but... 
in the end, the Giants lost to the Cardinals. Ah, well, you know what? You came out a winner. We still did anyway. Do you still enjoy this? Like, do you get? I know you enjoy it, but do you get excited for it? You, you have, you have sung in front of stadium crowds so many times. Is this just old hat to you, or do you do you get do you get pumped up? No, I, I get pumped up. I, I don't mind doing this. No, I know you don't mind, but, but in front of a crowd this large. But it's but it's not like oh, I get to just sing at the Giants game again. Oh no, no, no. Okay, that's, that never happens. That's good. That's good. Well, tell us once again. You've explained it many times in the show, but I think it's worth mentioning. What everybody is a star. This organization that you're involved in. What do they do? What is their purpose? Well, everybody is a star is a nonprofit organization based in Sonoma. Uh, that helps special needs individuals like myself uh, showcase our talents in professionally made broadcast quality music videos. <laughs> and this is true. I have seen your video, and anybody listening can give a look as well at everybodystar.org. Yes. And uh, you can see Mr. Lauren Mole in his all his dashing handsomeness, wearing that white tuxedo jacket, uh, appearing in venues throughout the Bay Area, singing, I'm just looking for you sometime. No. No, what what is the name of the song? I just haven't met you yet. Okay, from I was, Michael Bublé. Okay, I was. But caution, though, you may have to wait until after the show to watch it. That's right. We don't we don't want you going away from the show right now. No. Uh, but if you are at your computer, you can stream the show at kvon.com. That's right. Just thought I'd throw that in. That's right. And also, just something yeah. else I'd like to talk about. Okay. Uh, I was recently at the uh, Napa Fourth of July parade downtown mm-hmm. uh, last week. Yes. And I heard that uh, doing the parade coverage was Bob Saint Laurent. Doris Gentry, and also a surprise, me. Wait, you heard that you were doing coverage? You weren't aware that you were doing coverage at the time? <laughs> no, actually... No, uh, wait, wait, did you better explain this. Well, no, actually, uh, Bob and Doris were kind enough to let me announce uh, some of the entries. Oh, okay, play. okay. Well, that's great. I mean, I, I would. If I were in charge, I'd have you there the whole time. You're a good color uh, commentator. Yeah, but no. And you know a lot of people. You know, you grew up here. You you know the locals. Right, but no, I, I truly loved it, and... You know, Jeff, that's something I like to do more often. Uh, rather than just the 4th of July praise, do a live remote broadcast, whether television or radio. Oh, yeah? I mean, come on, Jeff. I've been stuck in the studio for the last <laughs> nine years. i got to get out of the studio more often. <laughs> okay. Well, look, I hope you're not... I hope that's not a complaint. I mean, I enjoy having you here in the studio, but I, I hope you'll continue to be in the studio with me oh, as well. Oh, I will. Okay, because I don't want to lose you. Oh, no. Don't run away from me. I don't know if I could do this without you. I'm not going to for a while. Okay, good. But I understand. We all have ambition. We all uh, need to break out of our shell yeah, sometimes. It's just time to expand my horizon. Understood. Understood. Well, I hope you find your path. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'm just looking out there. Confidence. Confidence. Yeah, so, uh, so what's been going on with you, Jedi? How was your 4th of July? Very nice. I was I had a little break, went down to Southern California. 4th of July actually was pretty pretty mellow, down down at the beach, and uh, enjoyed a day splashing in the water, building sandcastles, you know, that kind of thing, a little cookout with the family down there. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, lovely. Watched fireworks from the rooftop of their house uh, from all around, legal and illegal going off all over. Um. A, lo- a lovely, a lovely time was had, and now I'm glad to be back. It's it's beautiful. It's a little cooler, as warm as it is right now in Napa Valley. It's cooler than the heat wave they were having down there. It was breaking the hundreds. But I want to tell you about something coming up. Oh sure. Sorry to sorry to break off, but I've got all a right. guest here. I want to get to, but I want to get in the Judd plug first, and that is, uh, and our guest is actually going to have a bit of a Judd plug as well because we're involved in something kind of cool. That's it. But coming up one week from tonight, Lauren Mole, on Tuesday, July 17th, uh, there will be a Judd's Hill wine dinner Mm. at local favorite 
Napa Valley Bistro. Now, we don't do a lot of wine dinners right here in Napa Valley because, uh, I don't know, I don't know. A lot of people, uh, I mean, I'm sure they would come, but it's also like, well, I could go to the dinner tonight or I could just see Judd, uh, you know, at the supermarket tomorrow, like I, where I usually run into him and catch up there. So, I don't know, maybe people are jaded about winemakers when you live in Napa Valley, but we're doing one. We've done it there before, and we had a full house, a very enthusiastic crowd, and I'm really looking forward to it. Once again, July 17th, next Tuesday, Napa Valley Bistro at Clinton and Main in downtown Napa at 6 p.m. Chef Bernardo Ayala, who is just phenomenal, is creating a special menu to be paired with the several different Judd's Hill wines that will be poured. Let's see, it's $65 per person. That includes wine and dinner. Not bad. If you'd like to join me, and I hope you will, the phone number to call is the number for Napa Valley Bistro. Make a reservation, 707-666-2383. Or look them up online, Napa Valley Bistro. They've got a Facebook page. And as long as I'm talking about being online, check the judshill.com events page for all of the cool things happening, including our river cruise in France next spring. Come with me. Fly away and cruise with me in Paris and Normandy. It'll be the 30th anniversary of Judd's Hill, so we're bringing along some very special bottlings, and it will also be the 75th anniversary of the D-Day landings in Normandy. So while we're in Normandy, we'll have a special program there to uh, honor and uh, experience that as well. That's what I've got going on, my I friend. Come? I want to come. Yeah, of course. I w- <laughs> you know, that would be a blast. That we could actually so work out, as, yeah. as this show goes on, our listeners will see how that might actually be a good synergistic fit Let's let's talk about this in just a moment when we introduce you, mystery guest. But but yes, indeed, Mr. Lauren Mole. Yes, John. Do your duty. Okay, John. That's with a T. Thank you. You're welcome. For guests on this show, we prefer daring to safer. We've got a happening one here, so let's make wafer. A woman who's making it happen. So sit down and strap in. Let's meet our friend Katie. Hamilton Schaefer. Katie Hamilton Schaefer. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. Thank Katie, you. Uh, Katie, wait. Are you related to Paul Schaefer from I the am... late show with David Letterman? Oh, gosh. I wish. No. No. Oh, but, bummer. But, but he is a, 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 just a wonderful man with oh, a well. beautiful bald head. I yes. see. It, it, is, that, I is, is that part of the criteria? Is that is that your aesthetic? You yes. like you like the uh, yeah. the balding fella? I love the balding fella. The humorous yes, the... pianist? <laughs> pianist. Katie Hamilton Schaefer, I'm very. Thank you for having me. I have been wanting to have you on here for quite some time. You have quite a project happening in downtown, and I was just like waiting for that right moment when things are actually happening because I never like to jump the gun, but things are kind of happening. Things are totally happening. Why don't you hold on to that, Lauren? Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm I'm not exactly sure where to start. This happens to me sometimes with guests that have so much going on, I don't know where to start. So. You know, before we get to what you're doing, and let, we'll put it out there, you yeah. you are you are the the. I'm a nomad. Well, yeah, well, there's let's. Twenty things I like to there's, do. What do you call yourself? I mean, I could say you are the. A the, mompreneur. I. A mompreneur. I, I, I get stuck on an, an idea, and I, I have to attack it. So you have brought no, to it's life. Not an answer for me. Well, that, that's that's <laughs> admirable though, um, being a mompreneur. Uh, you know, I'm a dad with running a business with two little kids and raising. I know how tough yep. that can be. And you have, we're going to get to it, mm. but you are behind the Feast It Forward phenomenon experience that is coming to life, has come to life now. Yes. Just this week, you've opened up uh, down there in the Oxbow District. Yeah. We're going to talk about this. Very excited. 
And uh, you, you've been, you've been like an interesting person in this community for quite some time. I think I first met you uh, back in the shoe guy days. Yeah, wine, women, and shoes. So that's I was helping out Elaine. Like close to ten years, ten, maybe over ten years. It's more than ten years. Yeah. Wow. I moved here in, um, gosh, fifteen years ago. Okay. Those were, that was, okay, what brought you to Napa? Let's get into your background, then we'll get into shoes, then we'll get into Feast yeah. of Four. We're going to get into everything. We'll get into everything. Let's, so let's, that's a good place to start. Let's just yeah. start at the beginning. Gosh, Who the beginning. is Katie Hamilton Schaefer? from my mother. She, yes. I was a C-section. Okay. Uh, we, we don't have to go that far back. You can if you want. I mean, it's, we can celebrate all that my, is. My, my joke, I always say, is I wanted to go to culinary school, but they didn't have a soccer team. And so <laughs> I played soccer growing up, ended up taking a scholarship, uh, full ride in San Diego and then hung up my cleats briefly until I played professional for about a year and a half and then said, you know, I'm not going to be there. Jeter. Um, the women's league is, is tough. You know, it's, it's wonderful being an athlete, but there was other things that I wanted to achieve. So I did officially hang up my cleats and then kind of hit a very brief singing career. I wanted, I, when I have an idea and I want to do something, I do it. And um, I know some people say that's admirable, but sometimes it gets me into trouble because if I, I want to do something, I'll do it. Right, <laughs> so yeah. um, basically from playing the professional route and then going to Nashville and cutting a, an album briefly and then coming back home, um, decided to officially hang up the cleats and that the singing career was not something I wanted to do. I wanted to do it for fun. So fast forward, wait, 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 element wait, of music. Hold on a second. Lauren, <laughs> did you hear how she just totally glossed over that? And I went to Nashville and I cut an album. And then I decided, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We're going to slow down for a second yeah. here. Let's let's go back to this. She mentioned, like, oh, I played professional sports. I cut an album in Nashville. No. Nah. Okay, let's take it, a, no, I'm going to take a deep breath. It is. I'm, and I'm going to try to catch up yeah. because that just went, that was a blur. <laughs> I was fast forwarding to Feast. <laughs> Man, no, we're going to get to Feast. Don't yeah. worry. We'll spend the bulk of it, in fact, talking about it. But yeah. we got we to touch on this. I mean, people know you these days as the woman behind Feast of Ford, but they might not know this. Yeah. You're San Diegan. You're a professional soccer player. Where, where do you play professional soccer? So there's, I mean, there's, the, WUSA, there's the WUSA League. Yeah. Um, and so when I left San Diego, they just started the WUSA League, and then I played for the California Storm, which was the feeder team for the Cyber Rays. Yeah. And I will look at you blankly because I don't know much about sports. Yeah, that's, but a, that's, that's okay. okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? The World Cup's going on right now, and I believe that there's a game happening at 11. So. Is there? We'll get you out of here. Yeah. No, no, no. It's all good. We should bring in Iris C. Smith <laughs> to talk to you about this that's segment right. right now. That's right. Okay, so you, you were on the professional track. Yeah. Somehow you decide maybe that's not for you in the long term. You get out and pursue music. Yep. All right. Take me down that path briefly. I used to sing in the shower as a little girl. I had no formal training. It was just something that I loved to do. And um, while I was playing at San Diego, I was training at home during the summer um, to get ready to go, go back to the team for spring training. And there was a on the radio um, – I th- believe it was in Sacramento, and I heard a contest that was going to the Grand Ole Opry, and it was this National Country Showdown. Wow. And I'm like, oh, that would be fun. And so, Are you a country music enthusiast? Well, I, I do love all sorts of music, okay. and I just heard about the contest. and so I, it was an opportunity. I loved, yeah, yeah, I loved music, and I'm like, you know, that sounds fun. So I ended up at a friend's church cutting a, a quick um, song that I actually wrote on the toilet. <laughs> 
funny enough, I was like, I wrote literally wrote the song. Uh, I'd never written a song, and it was my thinking place. Lauren, this hour is uh, not going to be long enough for this guest. <laughs> I can already tell. And, so uh, many questions. Uh, <laughs> so and many so questions. So I ended up sending it in and was invited and ended up winning the regional showdown and went oh, to wow. uh, Knott's Berry Farm and then lost my voice, sadly, so I couldn't perform because no. I was screaming Uh-oh. the day before in, in a game. Uh, on the oh, field, no. so I had to leave San Diego and actually uh, try to sing, and that that didn't go over so well. But I was approached by uh, a gentleman that worked with the Beatles way back in the day. It was just right place, right time, wow. and uh, Sam Leach was his name, and um, he worked with Brian Epstein uh, uh-huh, way back sure, in the, the day. And famed Beatles manager, <clears throat> yeah. he approached you there at Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, I mean, so with I a, he some was, chicken dinner and a boys and berry pie. I was I was you know basically had driven from San Diego to Knott's Berry Farm to perform and my dad was there and Mm -hmm. um, decided that you know what why don't we cut a demo and it included my song and then I went to Nashville and there was multiple conversations I had with uh, a couple large um, record labels and then it kind of occurred to me do I really want to do this as a career Uh uh and so it kind of took it's like when I wanted to do the culinary thing it almost took the love out of my passion. Right. And so I decided, why don't I, and again, when we speak about Feast at Ford, it was, okay, why don't I sidebar that and I will incorporate this in some fashion. Well, I noticed on the Feast at Ford website, and anyone wants to play along at home, it is feastitforward.com. It's as easy as that. There's a description of you and it includes entertainer. And mm-hmm. I thought, I've got to ask her about that yeah. because I don't know that side well, of you. And now I I'm think learning. The entertainer wow. side is more of the, you know, I, I wanted to basically entertain and make people happy and uh-huh. have fun. Okay. Not necessarily from the music side because, you know, I, I still delve into that a little bit when mm-hmm. we have our music segments with Feast. But um, yeah, so it, it just kind of was this weird and it, it's been like the same thing with Feast, this weird whirlwind of, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go play soccer. I'm going to try to sing. Let's do it. You know, it could have been successful, but it wasn't what I really wanted to do. And so everything that I've wanted to try out and, and my father says this. It's like, you have done everything you've wanted to do to try it out. And now finally here, I, I feel like I've arrived at taking Feast It Forward with, and, and this is what I say, it's really merging all of my passions, food, wine, and philanthropy with a taste of music. And that's what we say Feast is. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly multifaceted. And, you know, full disclosure, uh, there are different wineries that are represented there and Judd's Hill is one of them yes. so I just want to let that be known thank you very much and we're very excited There's, so yeah the Pinot Noir and the Charbonneau are on the list right now so come on down and drink it up awesome thanks so I feel like I'm you know I'm within the loop but the more I read about it or you get some press and you're talking about like wow I didn't know that was going on and I didn't know this was happening I didn't know they could do this it's so multifaceted that there's another reason I wanted to have you here so I could hear all about it and before I get to these magic questions, yeah. I just want to find out, how did you find yourself in Napa? How did you get here those 15 years ago that you said you It was here? when I officially hung up the cleats and decided not to pursue the singing, mm-hmm. full, full blown, that I decided to move to Napa and uh, wanted to kind of fulfill that culinary side and got an amazing gig that kind of aligned my stars with my story i feel was it a, a cooking <clears throat> it or? was at Cuvisan winery okay uh, up in calistoga at the time which now they're in carneros yeah. but um that was my first wine gig and so i started doing some some private chef work to kind of see if i wanted to do the culinary side because i didn't get the opportunity to go to culinary school because they didn't have the soccer team <laughs> um and so i just started doing some private chef work and then events and loved running events and left there to 
Rutherford Hill, and the rest is history. So and here you are, and here I am. And you got involved in Wine, Women, and Shoes, which was a great philanthropic event. Wonderful. Uh, Philanthropy is a big part She's of your done an amazing job. Yeah. So when I got my first gig at at Cuvisan, my mentor's daughter, Britt Van Giesen, I was only working there four months and his daughter fell ill with a rare neurological disorder. Mm -hmm. And so at the time I was in that space of, okay, I I did the soccer, I did the singing, I'm now pursuing the culinary, but what am I here for? And then it just occurred to me, I'm like, okay, I have all of these, these passions. Why don't we create what we created was Erica's Dream, which I believe you guys participated in way back in the day. It was a huge food and wine festival that merged all of the vintners that I had, you know, met along the way, along with chefs. And and then it was this big um, yearly charity event that we ended up raising enough funds to create uh, Katie's Clinic at Oakland Children's Hospital, Mm -hmm. which now supports these these girls with Rett syndrome, which, Uh, again, is a very rare urological disorder. And so it, it was that was the moment of the stars aligning, be, realizing that, okay, it is food, it's wine, it's philanthropy. And I kind of sidebarred the music for the moment mm-hmm. and created the Eric and Van Giesen Foundation with the Van Giesens and my now business partners, Rebecca and Kevin Govea. And uh, yeah, it just turned into this successful event every year and then left there to, to go to Wine, Women and Shoes, uh, helping Elaine Honig create that and... You know, there's a bunch of other little things in between, but yeah, so it was just kind of, that's, I, I, I used my education and everything in saying, what, what am I here for? What do I love to do? What, how can I create something that's fun and gives back? Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, those are all important questions we should all be asking yeah. ourselves and try to follow those paths. So congratulations. Thank you. And uh, you've been obviously been very successful. The shoe guy, that, <laughs> that, that I mean, the wine, women and shoes events were a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, I was honored for two or three years to be a shoe guy, basically objectified, you know, <laughs> person walking around showcasing shoes and trying to look good, which, you know, for me is a, uh, a challenge sometimes, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. I, I, had to, I had to like dapper. work out a little bit because they wanted you to, you guys wanted us yeah. to hold these shoes on Show trays with a little bicep showing. Like, <clears throat> me? Really? Bicep? Okay, <laughs> let's try this. <laughs> Anyhow, that was a lot of fun and it, 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 it obviously it was for a great cause and, and um, had a, it, it's taken off. I mean, it's all yeah. over the country now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. We've got your background. <laughs> I feel we know you a little bit yeah. now, a little bit of the background. Feast it forward. Feast it forward. Should I even ask a question or should I just say that and let you go? Uh, you know, I <clears throat> there's no 30-second elevator pitch for uh, it. We um, don't, we've, got, we've got 30 minutes. Okay. All right. So, you know, uh, it is. It's very complicated, but the, the way that I like to break it down if somebody asks me is, is the Food Network is on television. We are our own network online. Meets kind of the lifestyle of Martha Stewart meets Newman's Own. If there okay. was a baby had from Food Network, Martha Stewart, and Newman's Own, this is that is Feast It Forward. Okay. Uh, well, should this, we go through each one of those to tell us how so? Yeah. I, I mean, I think that, you know, we are an online lifestyle and food network mm-hmm. with an element of philanthropy. 
And, uh, you know, you can see our shows on feastitforward.com. We started seven years ago, actually kind of working the red carpet, doing interviews and, and filming these small cooking shows and uh, decided, you know, fast forward to now here we are, that we wanted to be a full-blown network that was in competition with the best. And so we have a full production and editing team. You can watch our shows, as I said, on feastofford.com that range from, from food, entertaining, music, wine. And then now here we are after two and a half years of construction, and it was apparent to me that we needed a brick and mortar um, to bring the network to life. Up to this point, we've been traveling in our Airstream Sophia backstage at, say, Bottle Rock or Food and Wine Festivals. There was a little mini tricked out studio that Airstream as a sponsor built for us. And I would, you know, host a variety of musicians and chefs and do an interview and, and capture that on camera. Now, here, Feast It Forward really is an opportunity to have a live studio and experiential showroom to greet guests with wine, but literally the entire space is sponsored. It's almost like a big sandbox for national brands to interact and play with no competition. So from like the that, moment... I like that analogy. It, it is. It's, I yeah. mean, it, it, it's the best way to explain. There's, there's Every category is owned by one company and they can promote and support each other. So mm-hmm. from the minute you walk inside our doors... From the acid-stained floors to the countertops, the cabinetry, the light fixtures, the decor, the furniture, the paint, the the guitars, um, everything is bringing the this. The turntable, because you can play table. records. Yeah. And we've got you know amazing brands that now are calling this their sandbox and their home, and they could greet somebody with a glass of Judd's Hill and show them the upstairs live studio kitchen mm-hmm. and how to redo their home. But... <laughs> So essentially, the bottom floor is is a multi-vintner collective with 16 brands, including Judd's Hill. In a everyday, somebody could just walk in and buy a bottle of Judd's off the shelf and head out the door. Or they can shop our products with purpose, which includes our spices, our Stotzel glassware, our cookware, our jewelry line. And know that 5% of everything you buy goes back to our foundation that feeds 20 charities globally. So there's that giving back aspect. Um, are, are the charities, these 20 charities, is there a certain category or is it a broad spectrum? We do. It's women, children, animals, health, and international. And so even though we do events on a monthly basis that support other charities like the Lemonade Stand we'll discuss, we basically split the funds evenly among the 20 at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we it's either sponsors, part, you know, sponsors, uh, Charities that pull at their heartstrings or somebody that that we've come across or that, you know, means something to us. So then we'll cut that check. And I I hope that, you know, when I use that Newman's Own aspect, it's I really hope that we get to the point where we're granting millions of dollars to charities and people are visiting us knowing that the minute they step on our property, we're doing good. You're off to a great start. I mean, the the brick and mortar, which is right across from Oxbow facing, I guess, Model Bakery down there on McKinstry. So, folks, go check it out. But that that's going to be quite the boost. Even without having that there, you guys have given a lot of money. I think I read an article that's either a year or two old that was already in the tens of thousands of dollars that yeah. you've given up. And that was already a couple of years back. Right. So. And I think, you know, with all that we're going to be doing at the space, there's an opportunity for a lot of money to be raised. And, and we also want to call it a home for, like, um, Cards with a Cause. You know, Jenny Olson with the Teens Connect yes. every Wednesday. Yeah. We're closed on Wednesdays right now to do production upstairs because our, our live studio kitchen is uh-huh. upstairs for our audience and really unique experiences to bring our shows to life. Jenny downstairs on Wednesdays takes over our whole bottom floor and lets the kids hang out, eat M&Ms and connect and make these cards. And we're you offering that space as a home for them because they've been kind of floating around to different locations. Um, 
so you know we want this as a place for for charities to be able to interact and and come and and play with us thank you on behalf of the community thank you we've got to take a break we're going to come back in just a few short minutes and then we're going to hear much much more about feast of forward our guest is katie hamilton schaefer and uh what do you think lauren we'll be back with more of judd's napa valley show right after these messages Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. 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 You're listening to Judd's Napa Valley Show. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live around the world at KVON.com. Back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Thank you very much, Lauren Mole. I would like to mention, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but uh, before we get back to our exciting and intriguing guest, that the second annual Napa Valley Kindness Day celebration is coming up. You know, the Be Kind kids that were here last year. Mm -hmm. They'll be back again in a couple weeks to talk about this year's event. But save the date, folks, for... Saturday, August 18th, uh, 9.30 in the morning is the gathering time at the Yauntville Community Center. Bring along uh, signs with messages of kindness. You can make them yourselves. Um, That's always fun. And um, around 10 o'clock, we'll start a very brief program. And before 10.30, we should be on the walk. And we'll walk through town, as we did last year, spreading the messages of kindness, culminating in a festival, the walk will take us to Napa Valley Museum. They're up at the Veterans Home where there'll be a Kindness Day festival with music, sweet treats, uh, speakers, activities for the kids, artistic projects, and all kinds of good stuff. So Saturday, August 18th, more details to come. And uh, you can stay in the loop by going onto Facebook and liking and following Be Kind Napa. Now we're talking to Katie Hamilton Schaefer, the person behind... The fabulous Feast It Forward, which has just opened here in the Oxbow District of Napa. Let's keep going on this. Actually, you brought along something. Yeah. Before uh, we get back into it, what, what did you bring here? What did I? I brought my kombucha and coffee and my phone. What, what did I bring? Oh, I thought you said you brought a little something to give away. Maybe oh, not. oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yes, I did bring something <laughs> to give away. Um, uh, two tickets to our festival this weekend, our grand opening festival. Ah. And so um, I suggest anybody listening that wants to have their hand at getting those two tickets. They're on sale right now for the festival passport, um, our big community grand opening event from 12 to 5 on Saturday. Um yeah, tweet tweet us and what, we'll. What is the retail value of that? Um, I believe tomorrow it goes up to sixty five. So today, per ticket, t- per ticket. So and today you're giving away five. two. Giving away two. Wow. Yeah. Now, will the half bottle of kombucha come with that? Or <laughs> <laughs> I could certainly. Well, this is our our kombucha sponsor, Health Aid. So I can okay. certainly give away some of those too. <laughs> you brought this today. You know, if anybody wants to come by, it's not even. It's like there's about a quarter of it left <laughs> in the right. bottle. That's right. can have a little sip. This and is... you're a little stuffy at the moment. Yeah, so if anybody that's... wants this, she's been drinking yeah. off it <laughs> be the first to tweet let's take the first one okay and 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 i'm going to give you your twitter handle this yep. time you know you can handle all this usually it's judd's giving away his goodies but this is katie why don't you give your twitter handle at feast it forward as in pay it forward but feast i'm ready for a feast and yeah should tweet, there be a message us. that says uh, just say judd's napa valley come, show yeah uh, we judd's napa valley show and yeah just yeah 
Judd's not I want the tickets for Saturday. Yeah, tickets, please. <laughs> okay. First one, and you then contact this person yeah. and uh, get it all taken yeah. care of. That's very generous of yeah, you. It's going to be great. Gonna I'm going to be there. Fun. I'm looking forward to it. Two well, live bands. Okay, uh, let's talk about all it. Of our, all of our wineries, yeah. Saturday, gosh, yeah, we open technically this Saturday at 11, but the big soiree begins at noon, and this there's a lot going on in the commons. The Napa to Sonoma Half Marathon is taking place, so we decided to book a couple bands and celebrate, and then the July 14th landed on... Uh, a weekend that made sense for us to launch a wine app that I'm a co-founder in my wine society. It just hit the Google Play and the iOS app store. And so we're launching, doing our global launch of that with media and press and the community on top of deciding that because our construction process took so long after nearly two and a half years that we would just kind of in conjunction do this crazy soiree. So not only is it our grand opening celebration, although we've been open just about a week and a half, um, and we've done some media events leading up to this privately, but I think the community is is ready to come celebrate with us. So get your tickets. It is open free to the public, but I highly suggest if you get your passport in advance, then you can taste one wine from all of our vintners. There's going to be two live bands. There's going to be contests and giveaways, including a 65-inch TV on top of a full uh, expenses paid trip to Napa Valley and (laughs) crazy Ooh, stuff Lauren. so well, winning trip to napa valley yeah <laughs> let's do it that's right that sounds very exciting yeah. details i'm sure are at feast it forward that's right feast dot com. so let's talk more about what it is feast it forward help me understand even though i'm involved it's it's so vast yeah. all your offerings i mean What's the, the nuts and bolts of it is we are an online food and lifestyle network uh essentially i keep using the analogy of, of food network is on television we are online so mm-hmm. you can watch our variety of shows as i mentioned earlier from food wine design entertaining you know tablescaping we work with a variety of chefs and including uh rick moonen who's our chef advocate and jacques pepin who's doing stuff with us as well so it's really a platform to have the ownership of our content with our own production and editing team that is has a sustainable and responsible message but it's 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 entertaining content for everybody and we don't have to then sell ourselves to a network and say that we can't work with x y and z sponsors we have sponsors in every category you can imagine and now having filmed these shows for the past six years it is brought to life at the studio by feast it forward and so uh, again as i mentioned earlier for those of you that weren't listening from the moment you walk inside of those doors it is bringing our network to life and i I keep referring to it as a big sandbox for national brands to play and own their category in the sense that you know many a times you're at a restaurant or you're out somewhere in the community and you're like wow that is a really cool light or where did they get that painting? Well, now everything that you touch, see, feel, experience on site is a partner. I mean, everything except for the ADA lift and the toilet paper are, to- <laughs> are sponsored. I'm not joking. The toilets are sponsored. The t- toilets are sponsored, yeah. the fixtures, the lighting, the cabinetry, the countertops, the, the photos. I mean, everything. And so what's cool about that is Microsoft and Visiting Media are our national tech sponsors. And so if you walk in and you actually like something, you are able to go up to this virtual hub and click on it and it zooms into that product. And so we're doing our final rendering on the 18th. And so when you do see something on site, which many of our lounges will rotate quarterly because Sherman Williams paint will change, the photographs and, and art will change, the ca- not the cabinetry and countertops, but all the different furniture will change. So there's something always living oh, and wow. breathing and going on. But Very if dynamic, you like something, yeah. 
and you see it and you want to buy it or even just send it to yourself, you'll physically be able to go up to this hub and click on that product, learn about it and send it to yourself. Because, you know, it's not ideal that someone's going to walk in the door and say, I want the new monogram pizza oven or, or induction burner. But if somebody is redoing their home or they want that porch swing outside, we now can offer that for them to understand the feast lifestyle. Great. <clears throat> and the products with purpose. Yes. Talk about that again. It gives, you said 5% to 5%, your global charities. Well, 5% of everything on property. Oh, 5% of everything yeah, on so property. Yeah, so if you get okay. a bottle of Judd's Hill, yeah. 5% of oh, our proceeds okay. goes back. If you if you buy into a live studio session upstairs as an audience member, 5%. 5%. Okay, so, let's talk about that. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. That's unlike anything else. Right. So you say... You've got Jacques Pepin, world yep. famous chef. He will be there from time to time yep. doing a cooking show. So I could buy a ticket to go watch him cook. Right. So essentially, because all of our shows that we've been filming ha- have lived, you know, on our Feast It Forward network, now we're bringing those shows to life. So whether Rick or Jacques or um, a musician comes into town, we're now in front of a live studio audience with our cameras. We're not doing a full blown production segment, we're actually going to stream it for entertainment. So Rick Moonen, who's our chef advocate, stars in a show that we're producing right now called Can I Eat This? And and that's a full 20 minute long, like HBO segment, right? And that's uh-huh. all about from the, from the source to the shelf to the table. And it's talking about sustainable foods and, you know, Mother Earth and, and you know, the whole uh, eco-friendly movement. Now you're not going to sit there for the full take one, take two, cut two. Right. You're going to actually see him on camera and have a meet and greet, and then drink wine behind the cameras and an audience member, and then have him do a demo and talk about can I eat this. So all of our shows from riffs and recipes, which merges a chef and musician, kind of like the Bottle Rock stage. That's really that show is merging chef and musician together mm-hmm. on camera. Um, Kitchen <clears throat> Conundrums, which is kind of a battle. Um, Can I eat this? Our um, drinks with a twist, which is our cocktail segment. Um, uh, there's just a variety of shows that we now are producing and putting out that you as an audience member can go downstairs, get a glass of Judd's Hill or B-Wise or Oberon, and then head upstairs behind the cameras, and we'll actually stream it and engage the, the globe, um, and people can tweet in and ask questions. Hey, Rick, why'd you sear that that way? Or oh, that's what wine very cool. are you drinking? So that's very cool. Yeah. Now, I'm curious. Many years ago, I was able to go down to KQED Studios. Uh, we actually sponsored one of Jacques Pepin's yeah. shows. And we were invited to come watch, but it really wasn't set up for spectators. I was there. They had a couple folding chairs, but our view was pretty much blocked by cameras, uh, the director, the floor director. Everyone was standing between me and him. So it was like little glimpses. So basically, I'm watching the monitor. monitor right. So it's as if I'm watching him on TV anyway, which wasn't quite as exciting right. until... I started smelling everything he was cooking. Like, oh yeah, that's right. He's right right there. And then he put the food out when he was done cooking it. We got that was a big thrill. You know, I got to eat the food that was just cooked on the TV show by Jacques Papin. But will will your setup allow people to have a little better interaction, a little view of the action as it's happening? Yes. So because it's not a fully produced, you know, when we do our actual full blown editing 
and, and productions that we've been doing in kitchens across the country. Now we have a, a home to do that where my full camera crew sets up their equipment and we're, you know, filming 20 episodes in four days and it's brutal. You know, it's long and it's, oh, it's yeah. <laughs> cut, you know, oh, you, can you put the plate down and can we get that shot? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that is one side. When we do these live experiences and we did one with, with Jacques Pepin and, and Rick Moonen and Ozo Motley and I was on camera and we had, you know, all of our sponsors and it was a big pre-media celebration we had about 30 people in the audience. All of our, you know, um, closest sponsors were able to kind of hear and watch. And we had the cameras right in the middle, but it's not this expansive setup because we're not doing a full-blown production. So people were in cocktail tables. They were chilling out on the couch. Okay. They had their wine bottle. They were passing it around. And, you know, it's it's all an interaction. It's not like quite on the set. It's fun. You it's know, a hangout. Motley was playing. Yeah. You know, there was all the guys in the band, like, just jamming on the the guitar and and saxophone and Jacques was chopping and Rick was dancing and so you know yeah it sounds fun huh Lauren I think it does yeah <laughs> I, I totally think it does you've got so much going on over there this is this is great wine cooking you've got the studio you, you're doing kids stuff I yeah mean, it's... we've got a kid zone I've got two kids that watch this whole construction uh, process with me just because i did a lot of the hands-on stuff. and Let's um, talk about the kids' zone. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I get an email or yeah. someone at the winery who's there at the moment with kids or is going to visit with kids. Like, what do I do with kids in Napa Valley? So yeah, we apparently have you've got something to do. Kids' zone in the back. Clover is our, our dairy sponsor. And so they have um, uh, all of these um, cool coloring books that they provide. Um, we have uh, large chalkboard walls for kids to just color all over yeah. um, we'll be doing Lego parties we have classes and glasses which is every other Saturday that I host essentially responsible <laughs> uh, adult supervised where you can drop your kids off to me and I do a, a, a craft and then the parents can have coffee from Molinari downstairs or wine tasting of course yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's great so, we haven't done this in years but we used to do something called Judd's Enormous Play Date oh, and we fun. would invite the mom's club yeah. and we would totally block off our crush pad awesome. so they couldn't awesome. get out into the driveway tricycles and sidewalk chalk awesome so this is yeah. this is great this I, I, is great you know, that you it, do that yeah i think that it's important you know because i think before we opened there was there was um this this um people thought that we were just gearing towards it was a misconception of gearing towards just tourists and that's not true i mean yes there's going to be an element of tourism for people coming in and being like oh we want to book a an event and or we want to see ex chef or musician but this i feel like we already have cheers people coming in every day sitting at the bar having a glass or coming with their kids because it's a place for everybody yeah. there's something for everybody and yeah i'm just i'm i'm proud to because we want to open more of these. I mean, this is this is our first flagship experience to bring the network to life, and and we want to embrace kids to, you know, everybody in between. So let's talk about the lemonade stand. Yeah, the lemonade stand. Speaking of kids, I used to set up on the corner every weekend and sell lemonade and uh, raise money for. I, I don't even I don't even know whether it was for myself or, uh, but I mean I've I've basically taken what I did way back in the day and I my dad's still trying to find pictures of that because he said oh put, you got to put them up he's you like you have to put up. it up, so the idea came from that and essentially that we have such a great location that we had Benessery the cellar master at Benessery built us this incredible lemonade stand mm. from barrel staves cool and it's gorgeous and it just sits out front and we provide free lemonade and coffee and kombucha and uh, people can just walk by and get a cup of Molinari 
wine infused coffee or nothing, you know, or lemonade. And we provide all the product and then the kids raise money. And we've done it twice already. And um, the first uh, Lutheran's Christian church um, for the, um, it's escaping me, but the program for um, a caring dog that goes out to, to people having, you know, just had a, a terrible tragedy and oh. the dog goes out and comforts them. Sort of like an emotional yeah, support. I, I, to, I, I don't know the name, but I, I know what you're talking me, about. escaping me, but they raised um, close to $400. And then this past week we did a learning and uh, a hearing and speech center in Northern California. And that raised, I think about $300. And so oh. it's just a, a way for kids to, to engage our community and learn about social responsibility and giving back. And, and then it makes our sponsors happy because our sponsors, you know, kombucha on tap, people are like, sure. oh, drink it, you know. And it's being showcased in a very positive light. Yeah. And this happen- you do this twice a month? Yep. I think we're going to end up doing it almost every Saturday. Every Saturday. People, we, we booked out the whole rest of the year and people are coming to us asking to host more. And I, why not? I mean, we're open anyway. So I, I think uh, it's wonderful. I, I think why not? If you know, it's Saturday, you're in Napa, yep. go by, see who's raising some funds, get some kombucha, get some coffee, get yep. some lemonade. August 11th. I happen to yeah. know it's on my calendar. The um, Napa Valley kindness kids yeah. will be there raising some money through lemonade to support their upcoming kindness day event. Awesome. You know, these things don't come free, so we're looking for some support, yeah. and they'll be out there. So that's Saturday, August 11th. Yeah. yeah. Come on down, folks, but come down. Uh... And there's a lemonade stand this Saturday. I was going to ask you, when's the next one? Yeah, this okay. Saturday, in conjunction with everything else going on um, <laughs> wow. with our grand opening. So amidst all of that, Amidst everything also... else. Out front, you can pass by and, you well, know. They'll probably go... have the biggest crowd of anybody. I, I think that they will raise some, and it's for the actual um, local 4-H kids. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. This is wonderful. Cool. Congratulations. I got to ask you something. Yeah. Um, a little off topic yep. of Feast It Forward, but we, we got a little into your background at the beginning, but I wasn't able to get this in at that point. So I hope this is okay with you that we get back to your personal, well, we'll just, there's no easy way around this. Yeah. I'm just going to come Uh-oh. out and ask you, uh, Katie, do you go nuts for donuts? I, oh my God, I go, uh-oh, what's going on? I go nuts for donuts. <gasps> do I get donuts? You do. Oh my. Here it is. Buttercream, my, my, yeah. uff. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. So here's a selection in okay. this pink box. What Holy I'd like smokes. you to, what I'd like you to do is no choose, idea. choose one of those donuts. Okay. Ooh, this kind of looks, ooh, is this a maple? Oh, I'm going for the maple. No, ow, what? All right. As what our, again? our <laughs> regular listeners and Lauren. Can I eat will, this? Or yeah. No, no, to, please oh. go ahead. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, no, that uh, well into the 90th percentile of our guests choose the maple old-fashioned. That is mm. the most popular donut of Judd's Napa Valley show. So, you know, well, how's our time doing? You know what? I'm not going to ask you. I, oftentimes I ask somebody to tell a little story about the donut they picked. I'm just going to have you enjoy Well, my, my father and I eat donuts all the time together. This is just like maple goodness, happy. This reminds me of my dad. Thank yeah. you. Okay, great. Uh, remembering dad. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's mm-hmm. lovely. Where would you guys get donuts? Is this in San Diego? No, in Davis. Oh, Davis. Yeah, Fluffy's Donuts. Really? And, but he watches my girls on occasion, so he b- always brings them donuts. They were scared of him at first, and now every time they run to the door, they he know they know he has donuts. So does Fluffy's make a cream. maple old fashioned? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And they do a damn good fritter. Uh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. See, I'm I am on I'm the hunt for freak. my fritter. Mm-hmm. I'm on the hunt for my fritter. But this is the best maple old fashioned mm, I've thank had. Thank you. All right, Fluffy's in mm-hmm. Davis. If anybody's coming from Davis, or if your dad's in Davis, <laughs> yeah. you know, hit me up, send me a note saying he's coming. He's bringing Judd a maple old fashioned. Mm. I want to try that one. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here All on right. Judd's Napa Valley Show. This 
is Madlib. That's right, Katie Hamilton Schaefer. I'm sure you know this uh, fill-in-the-blank word game. It's our own Madlib style Judd's Napa Valley show game. Are you ready to play? I used to play this as a little girl, yes. I had a totally. feeling, you know, that you would know exactly what to do. In that case, I'm just going to go me. for I'm it. Gonna eat no, 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 please do, do it. This, noun. Mm. I need a noun. And go, just, this okay. is great. I love that you're eating the donut. Mm. A lot of people kind of wait till no, monkey. No, heck no. I'm not waiting to eat No, the donut. good. You did say when there's something you want, you go for it. Uh-huh. So okay. here we go. Proof is in the pudding or the donut in this case. <laughs> Another noun. Mm. Lauren, feel free. There's a lot toilet. of donuts here today if you want. Toilet. Who is your toilet sponsor, by the way? Uh, the Bath Beyond. Not Bed Bath & Beyond, but The Bath Beyond. And then they have a variety of fixtures on site. I so. can't wait to go in Toto. and uh, yep. experience that. An, an <laughs> adjective. Mm. Spunky. Spunky. All right. Another adjective. Mm. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> drunk all right finally oh not finally i'm sorry i'm, I'm, I'm jumping the gun. i know i'm go- i'm in this in this paragraph finally i guess is what i was this looking could at be a, first. A, a noun another noun a thing mm. garbage can garbage can all right now yeah. now firstly in this paragraph a noun spit bucket okay i'm sure you have those at Feast of Ford, and they're probably sponsored by someone fabulous. Yeah. An adjective, another descriptor. Constipated. <laughs> <laughs> Which I could be if I eat more donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After this, go get your uh, green drink from somewhere. All right, three in a row. You can think of this. Okay. Plural noun, plural noun, okay. plural noun. Mm, I just read a, a fairy book to my little girls last night, so okay. I'll say fairies. Fairies. Xylophones. Xylophones. And donkeys. Donkeys. You got it. Okay. Earlier today, Katie, uh-huh. I was online reading about uh, Feast of Forward and Uh-oh. you, <laughs> and I found this article from the Napa Valley Register from May of last year. Okay. So you hadn't opened. This was kind of like looking forward to what Feast of Forward is going to be. Mm-hmm. Now it's a reality, but let's let's go back in time to last year, looking forward via this article. And we're going to pick this up about a third of the way into the article. Okay. okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I can't wait. All right. Here we go. Once construction ends, the new structure will become the retail headquarters of the Napa Valley business Feast It Forward. Feast It Forward will include a tasting monkey. <laughs> like we might, you know what? You're not knowing That's you. That's a good idea. A demonstration studio toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That, you know, you could probably get some uh, mm-hmm. likes on uh-huh. that too. Oh, a spunky showroom. That's okay. good. I like okay. that. Drunk garden. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, that, that might happen this weekend, yeah. A lounge and private garbage can, oh, okay. said business founder Katie Hamilton Schaefer. So it's very exclusive. Okay. You have okay. your yeah. private uh, uh-huh. garbage can you can reserve. Here's a quote from you, oh, Katie. Okay. Downtown Napa is growing like a spit bucket, said Schaefer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Oxbow District is an incredibly constipated <laughs> hub. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. Steve Carlin, you hear that? Yeah. A constipated <laughs> hub filled with fairies <laughs> <laughs> and uh, xylophones alike. And we want to be a part of all the exciting donkeys to come. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Katie that's good. Hamilton oh, Schaefer, the Thank founder you. and creative force behind Feast It Forward. Oh, Thanks, Thanks so much for spending Thanks a few minutes with us. Donut, man. You're that's welcome. Awesome. I'll see you Saturday at the grand I'll opening. I'll see you Saturday. Come one, come all. Kids are welcome too. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.